0: Discerninghearts.com presents The Heart of the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola with Father Anthony Wick. Father Wick is a Jesuit priest of the Central and Southern Province of the United States. He currently acts as a retreat master at the White House Jesuit Retreat Center in St. Louis, Missouri. He also serves as a spiritual director at Kenrick Glen Seminary in St. Louis. The heart of the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola with Father Anthony Wick. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We continue the conversation with Father Anthony Wick and Chris McGregor in part two of Contemplation to Attain the Love of God. This is all such important insights on just the way in this contemplation to attain love and the care you've taken to break open even the words, the approach that St. Ignatius will take. And the reason I say that is as you dive in deeper into the exercises, into what might be termed the supplemental material, he himself, Ignatius, does this because as he looks at the scriptures, he'll take a certain passage and he'll say, this is point one, point two, point three, <laughs> you know, look at it this way, so think about it this way, but always take that time at the very end to sit with it yourself and enter into that presence of the Father of heaven, you know, either through the colloquy or and the, you know, the great Our Father prayer. He's an author, it seems, that isn't so much pointing to his own writings, but to something, the writings of God in our hearts. I mean, does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. I feel like in my own prayer too, I, I don't know how to do this well. I don't claim to have mastered this. But one thing I do know how to do is to ask God for the grace. Like, help me to let go. Help me to open up the pores of my being to be saturated in your love, Lord. I know that I get off track. I know I don't see well. I know I tend to but I ask that you, like, clear my soul. I ask that you purify my heart. I ask that you open up every pore of my soul to receive more of you. To bask in that. Help me to hold the gaze of you, Heavenly Father. Help me to bask in that. I don't know how to pray as I ought, and yet I know that you want to open up these these crevices, these shafts within me, and so I'm I'm asking you to do exactly that. And and as the Lord gives us that grace, it'll also we'll be so grateful to the Lord. We won't pump our chest about being spiritual be like, wow, Lord, you're amazing. You know, I asked this prayer and you're, you're responding to it. You're, you're allowing me to surfeit myself in your blessings, to be just surfeited in them, to be overwhelmed in them, to be inundated with your blessings. I, I don't think we know how to do that as, as we are there. And I, I find that consoling though, that that too, becomes a gift uh, from God to allow us to, to enter into this experience. That was just the first point I've only touched on in the contemplation to obtain divine love. That's worth its own prayer, obviously, but that's the riches and the depths of this prayer. He takes it from a a different angle in the second point where he's like, look at what God is doing. Look at how he's dwelling in his creatures and the elements. uh, That's water, air, rocks. He gives them being like things have to be sustained in being otherwise they'd fall apart. And in the plants, he not only gives them being, but he gives them their vegetative cycles. He gives them life. And with animals, being, life, and and sensation also, then human beings themselves that have all of those plus an ability to understand. He makes a temple of me. He creates me in the image and likeness of God. He recreates me constantly, uh, sustains me in my being. So allow myself to be overwhelmed with that. God dwells in his creatures. He keeps them all in existence. He's keeping us in this perfect distance from the dwarf star, we call the sun 91 million miles away, around which we are cruising 67,000 miles an hour. He's sustaining all of just the natural order in existence. We have an ozone layer protecting us from the ultraviolet rays around the, of the sun. All, everything is so perfectly done that even I was reading about this atheist physicist who began calculating the low rate of entropy in this universe, which the natural order of things falling apart. So all science points to the glory of God. And he, he says the, the chances of this, of things holding together so perfectly uh, as they are, are 1 to the 10th power plus another zero, so 1 to the 100th, and add 123 zeros to that. <laughs> so God sustains it so perfectly in existence. And so to allow ourselves to be amazed at this dwelling of God, that he keeps it all sustained and works with the cycles of creatures, of plants, of animals, of me makes a temple of me. It's so amazing how giving God is of Himself. Remember that that love is about bestowing oneself on the other, about making oneself a gift, wanting to share what one has with the other. So that's the uh the great gift here that as I'm overwhelmed with the dwelling of God's sustaining of this, that is worth its its own prayer. To be amazed at how much God loves me and Continues to love me and hold me in existence as he does the entire world. That's worth its own prayer. And then, then the third point, I'd like to move on to that. He says that we ought to consider how God works and labors. God is very active in, in laboring in all the things on the face of the earth. Yes, is it? In the manner of one who labors, sustaining them all, very active. He's all these divine shafts of love are continually sent from God as gift. God who gives of himself and holds it all in existence and is loving on you and me and working de arriba, so working from above, sustaining all in existence, and allowing myself yet again to be overwhelmed by that. How much God works. It's amazing how much God cares that he gives so much. He doesn't tire of sustaining it all in existence. G.K. Chesterton speaks about this the father, who never tires of doing, recreating nature for the son, of re-allowing by the spin of the earth, this the sunrise, do it again, daddy. And the father never tires. The father, in the words of Reza Meritan, is the one of eternal usefulness. The father is the youthful one. We need not think about him as the old one with a beard, <laughs> but he's the youthful one who, by his almightiness, continually surrenders himself over the Father. He's, he's almighty principally by his ability to surrender himself completely over to the Son, holding nothing back. And the Son has experienced the joy of this. And so God is sustaining all of creation by desire of his Son and for love of you and me. The fourth point is, he says, how notice how all good things and gifts descend from above, de arriba. So I receive any power or justice or goodness from God, whose infinite power, infinite justice, infinite goodness. Any mercy in me comes from the infinite God of mercy. From the sun descends the rays, he says. And from the fountain, the waters flow forth. So, too, everything comes from God. And it's called to come back to God. I'm a creature of God. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit lack nothing. But out of their supreme generosity and goodness, and I'm like an overflow of God's love the fact that I'm created and I'm called to be drawn back into that fountain of love. And that's the the exodus is the the exit from God and the reditus is the return back into God. And that's the salvific journey by God's grace to be drawn back into that fountain of love, to be drawn back into heaven where I'm meant to live for eternity. That's God's greatest invite to us is to enter back into this fountain of the, the magma, if you will, of the fire of love of God be filled with the love of God and thus to be drawn back into that, that fire of love in God. St. Ignatius, after each one of those points, invites us back to this prayer offering, the Sumit of take Lord and receive huh? all of these. I want to be renewed, purified, strengthened evermore, to fall in love with you, to be overwhelmed with you, Lord, to be drawn into you. And as perhaps a final point here, and a way forward for our listeners. I'd like to propose that we consider the salmon prayer of St. Ignatius as a way to soak up the love of God more profoundly. So in the spiritual exercises, he offers us a prayer called the examine. This is not the examination of conscience in preparation for confession, which is as its own appropriate time and place. But this is something that ought to be done every day. It's a critical prayer for St. Ignatius. And again, in the show notes, I'll put together a version of this that I I put together in a Trinitarian form. But it's the key to the spiritual growth in this life. And it helps me recognize daily just how present God is in my daily life. It ought to be, you know, we should spend five to 15 minutes a day on an examine. We Jesuits are, do two of those a day. But, but anyway, I, I invite our listeners once a day to enter into the examine experience. What is this? It helps me recognize just how present God is in my daily life. I take two or three of the most salient graces I've received in the last 24 hours and I ponder them. I go deeper with them. I mold them over like Mary would ponder these things deeply in her heart. And I allow this to move my affections to realize how ridiculously loved I am by the Lord. Why does the Lord love me so much? I don't know, but he does. And I'm basking in that love. I'm soaking it up, allowing myself to be overwhelmed by it, if you will. Uh, so it's a good question, I think, for all of us. Can I allow myself to be overwhelmed by the love of God? I believe that's what a Christian does. You allow yourself to be overwhelmed. And the examine is so helpful for living this out practically. It gives me an, a, a realization of how much God is loving on me today, right now. So whether through another person in an encounter I had, a, a conversation, maybe through nature, or maybe it's God loving on someone else through me. And I'm, I'm amazed at how much God did there and my the love that I'm feeling for someone else, how I was able to pour that out for them. That's the key of growth though in the spiritual life is allowing myself to be overwhelmed with the love of God. It gives me a realization of who God is, the Yahweh, I am who am, the God who's loving me now, sustaining me in existence, without which I would fall apart, I would dissipate, the law of entropy would take over in my life, and we'd have a funeral soon. <laughs> but God is sustaining me in existence right now. And I am Learning how to bask in that presence, to become the beloved one so that I too can become a lover. St. Ignatius, I propose to you and our listeners, is primarily and fundamentally a lover. He just soaks up the love of God and it pours forth from him. The love is inviting me to allow that to happen in me. So to recognize areas of blockage in my life, not to be ashamed of them, but to repent of them and ask the Lord to remove them that my heart can receive and be overwhelmed with the love of God, that the pores of my soul will be opened. And I'm beginning to love in this infinite love of God with the love of God. So that's the examine. And I, I propose that to our listeners. This opens me up ever more to, to what God is doing to be ever more open to his inspirations during the day and to live in this attitude of gratitude. It's the attitude of gratitude of being graced, gratis, uh, grace freely given that I'm able to receive more grace. The more one gives, the more one, as Jesus says, the more one receives, the more one can receive more. And the investment of our talents, the more we can receive more talents because we're invested in them. We're we're living like the saints who invested their God-given gifts, filled with the love of God. And so this is the invitation for you and me to find ourselves in this heavenly beatitude already lived here below, this kingdom of heaven with the angels and saints gathered around the throne of God, we too, casting down our crowns of, if you will, self-importance and crying out instead, Holy, 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 most Holy are you Lord God of hosts, God of angels, that my life is meant to be caught up in a glorious praise and reverence and service of you. This brings the exercises to their full circle. What starts with the principle and foundation, we now find full circle drawn into the contemplation to obtain God's way of loving. And here we are immersed in the love of God and beginning to love in that love.
0: We'll return to The Heart of the Spiritual Exercises with Father Anthony Wick in just a moment. Discerning Hearts provides content dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. To continue production of these podcasts, prayers, and more, go to discerninghearts.com and click the donate link found there or inside the free Discerning Hearts app to make your donation. Thanks and God bless. A prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola.
1: Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all that I have and call my own. You have given all to me,
0: To you, Lord, I
1: return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will.
0: Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app in which you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has that YouTube page? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts. We now return to The Heart of the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola with Father Anthony Wick. You know what I find so fascinating about this father is that this is for the individual soul to grow in love, but then it seems so compelling that he would become the great evangelist for the church in that you can't help but receive this love and then not to go out and share it. And it's not the kind of sharing where he necessarily took tracks Um, And handed them about Bible truths, which are all very, very good. And I'm not diminishing that. But it seems as though for Ignatius, if you have this great love, you can't help but just go out and be in the world and to love wherever it is that you're at, because you're overflowing with it do you think that's true?
1: That's exactly right. And you find your rightful place in the church and in the world. In other words, I become drawn into the heart of Jesus. It's very much a Eucharistic experience and purified and strengthened there and sent out. I I find myself as the proper cell in the body of Christ, if you will. And I can connect with other cells in the world and draw them also into this purifying and strengthening experience. So i really find myself for the first time and i find myself within this this mission of love experienced and now spread and the more you give the more you receive actually the more i live in this love and share this love with others authentically the more the lord will pour this love into my heart and so all the saints whenever the the church is when we celebrate a saint in the church we're always reflecting on what god has done in that so what god how god has expanded that soul to divine dimensions. And so it's not about what the saint has done what Padre Pio, how amazing he is, or Saint Francis of Assisi, how amazing they were, Mother Teresa. No, it's what God has done in them. What God, how God has expanded their soul to these infinite dimensions where they gave of themselves so completely and holistically. That's the amazement, what God has done. And so they're all live cells in the body of Christ, if you will, that live their vocation fully and freely and as you and I will be given the grace to do if we but say yes in a Marian way.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. Any final thoughts on this particular aspect of our our conversations?
1: I think so. I would like to point our listeners to the prayer that Ignatius made popular uh, that sums up everything we're about in the spiritual exercises. He puts it towards the beginning, but it sums up everything. It's the anima Christi, the soul of Christ prayer many of our listeners are going to be familiar with this, but it's a prayer of profound intimacy. I often like to pray it upon receiving communion. It's allowing the Lord to overwhelm me, to be drawn into wholeness. So I'll briefly go through it. Um, Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. So this is all an experience of being overwhelmed, of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the sight of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. Oh, good Jesus, hear me. Within thy wounds, hide me. I insert my wounds within his. Suffer me not to be separated from thee. Let me never be separated from you, Jesus. From the malignant enemy, defend me. I need your help, Lord. Protect me from the evil one. In the hour of my death, call me and place me next to thee. It's Many versions say, bid me come to thee, but it's Pone me is the oldest version. Place me next to you. Uh, because for Ignatius, the being placed next to Jesus in his cross. Uh, that with thy saints, I may praise thee forever and ever. Amen. This Anima Christi prayer that Ignatius made popular in the church is a profound way of living out the entire dynamic of the exercises. To be overwhelmed with the love of Jesus, to be cleansed in the love of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus. And then to be strengthened and protected in the heart of jesus to be sent out to draw others into his heart and by this praise reverence and service to draw others into the kingdom of god to that we too may be called with the saints to praise thee forever and ever amen our ultimate goal the praise reverence and service of god amen
0: amen Thank you so much. Thank you so very, very much, Father Anthony Weck. My joy. Yes, I
1: I will pray for our listeners that they too will be inspired by this profound gift given to the Church by St. Ignatius. And, and let us ask for his intercession, that he would open us up, whatever aspect that the Lord would like to open up in us, in our souls, to receive evermore of the Lord, to please his heart by receiving ever evermore. That we may respond to that love in that natural, free, holistic way that will be truly life-giving, that we'll experience ourselves in an entirely new way and rejoice in His many consolations. Yes. Praise you, Lord. Amen.
0: Yeah. Amen. Thank you. You've been listening to The Heart of the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola, with father anthony wick this episode along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs visit discerninghearts.com this has been a production of discerning hearts i'm your host chris mcgregor we hope that if this has been helpful for you that you will first pray for our mission which is to offer authentic and rock solid spiritual formation freely to souls around the world and if you feel us worthy please consider a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time for The Heart of the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola with Father Anthony Wick.